Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Wisdom's Echo. This is a daily podcast brought to you exclusively by Origin Gate. My name is Elijah Ward, and it's an incredible honor for me to share with you um, some of what's been on my heart as of late as I approach a, a really important date um, in my life that I, I choose to remember every year. This weekend, um, on Friday specifically, and I'll give you the date, January 20th, um, is a very important date in my life. And I've, I've, always, um, I've always been, I guess you could call it a sentimental person, uh, but I, I choose to remember dates that are important to me. My anniversary is very important to me. Um, uh, birthdays for people that are close to me. I just remember these things and, um, and they're, they're important. Um, well, January 20th is, uh, is one of the most important dates in my life. It's the date that I dedicated my life to seeking Yahweh's face every single day. Um, and this past Friday, the 20th, was 10 years. It was the 10-year mark that I decided to begin radically and enthusiastically pursuing God and His voice and His presence and His Spirit in my life every day. Now, that doesn't mean that for the last 10 years I've been absolutely perfect every day, but what it does mean is that for the last 10 years, as I encountered what it looked like to walk out perfection, I chose to, in the um, in the presence of even imperfections and um, and pride and these things that the Lord was pulling out of me and, and uprooting as I chose to get closer to Him and, and seek His face, that I began to consistently posture myself in pursuit every day. Even if it felt like some days I was stumbling, at least I knew in my heart I'm stumbling closer to Him. I'm not stumbling further away. And so 10 years ago, I was, my wife and I, we, um, was the first time we ever walked in the doors of the church that we attend now. It's, um, it's now called the Homestead Mobile, but for, you know, several years, it was called Gates of Zion. Um, and it was the first time that we, that we met, um, a really important person in our life. And, um, and we call that man Apostle Aaron Smith. Many of you call him Aaron Smith. Um, some of you might not be crazy at all about the title of apostle and um, some of these other things that we place on people who are special in our lives, but he has been nothing short of an apostle in my life, and I will apologize to nobody for calling him that. He has been a rock and a and somebody in our life that has sent us into um, governmentally into things that we never dreamed we could actually do, but with his voice and his encouragement, with really him representing the voice of God and the authority of God in our life, he sent us with permission, with celebration, and oftentimes with resources into the things that we felt called to do. Um, and it has been Absolutely amazing. Um, if I look back on 10 years ago, I think about everything that's happened and, and on all that has taken place. We've been through, we've worn so many hats over the last 10 years. I've been in ministry and I've been in um, business. I've worked in the corporate world and what many people would call the heart of Babylon. I've worked in that, but I also am now a business owner. My wife and I, we own with some of our great friends, a real estate company in Alabama that has been growing exponentially every single year since we started. And I credit much of that to 
um, to God's faithfulness to pour out his resources, but also to the faithfulness of Apostle Aaron Smith to send us into and to encourage us and to equip us and to teach us and instruct us and guide us in the ways that have matured us as sons of Yahweh. And so because I've been in this vein of appreciation and this um, and this uh, kind of channel of gratitude for the last few days since we came across the 10-year mark of what many would call our salvation, we were saved and we were given a new heart. We were filled with the Holy Ghost. And um, I remember it as the day that I dedicated my life to seeking God's face. And I've never stopped for 10 years. Um as I as I've been meditating on this day, I really have felt you know encouraged to share with some of the people in my life who might be newer believers about some of the things that have been most important to um, to to my life and my walk as a believer who's now been steady and faithful for ten years. And so, ten years might not be that long. Some of you who are listening to this have been following God for twenty, thirty, forty years. Um, but I just crossed a 10-year mark in my heart now as I look back is to help share with some of the younger generation coming up um, about some of the most important things um, to lot to my life and to my walk with Yahweh. Um, so I, I've got three things, three little points I want to share. I'll even call them tips. Uh, we'll keep it simple. Three tips for young believers um, for people who are new in their faith and want to stay dedicated and 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 really have a heart to do the right thing, I found that there are three things that are really important um, uh, to me that have uh, that have changed my world. The first one is this: find a leader to follow and stick with them. Paul said something in scripture. He said, follow me as I follow Christ. And I think that many of us have failed in the area of finding a a human being to submit um, to their leadership, especially as adults. You know, we we, we get out of school and we, we get into um, the career uh, or our career path and into the workforce. And the last thing we want to do is submit ourselves like a child to somebody again to be raised. We've already been raised, but there is such a massive key and it's such a catalyst in your spiritual life to find a leader to follow and stick with them no matter what. That means through disagreements, if through the process of following them, you come across things that you disagree with, um, that means you keep your mouth shut and you, you, you honor them as the leader that God placed in your life and you continue to walk it out. I found that later people will come back and say, it wasn't actually that I disagreed with that leader because they were wrong. It's because I didn't have the right perspective. I had a shallow belief system. I had religious residue in my mind and my spirit that caused an offense to come up in my heart. And as I shut my mouth and walked it out, I found later that this leader was right, that I was, I was the one that was out of position and I had the wrong heart posture. So find a leader to follow and stick with them. And when you do honor that person, you know, it's been transformative for me to honor Apostle Aaron and Miss Robbie through through many, many times of uncertainty. It's important to trade. It's important to leverage. Financially, give gifts. Um, financially, 
pour into and sow into their ministry and find ways to serve them and honor them because in doing so, you are serving and honoring God because this po- this person you have said, I will allow this person to represent in a natural sense the supernatural voice of God. And that's what many of the people on this um, who are on this uh, Wisdom's Echo podcast, that's what Ian Clayton has been to them. I know I love hearing Grant and, um, and Samantha talk about how important it has been in their life to receive from Ian Clayton and to trade into Ian Clayton, how following him and his teaching and his his leadership has skyrocketed them in, in, in what they're doing. And it's the same way for me and, and Apostle Aaron Smith. I found a man that I could follow and I've stuck with him. And it's amazing what God has done through him um, and transacted in me as a result of learning how to honor somebody who represents the voice of God in your life. Now, the next one, very important. Um, another tip, declare God's faithfulness in the hard days. Now, that's that takes practice, and sometimes it feels like you're being overly prophetic, but there have been times when I held trust in front of my face while uncertainty was tapping on my shoulder. I don't know how we're going to get through this day. I don't know how we're going to... There were days when I was wondering how we were going to get groceries to feed the family, but every single time when it didn't make sense, Yahweh always made a way. And so now when I have hard days, I declare God's faithfulness in those hard days, and it's not a prophecy anymore. I'm not having to 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 prophesy that God is faithful in the midst of my hard situation, because I know for a fact, I don't need a prophecy, because I've got factual data from my past that says that in the midst of hard situations, God's faithfulness will be present. So remember that when you're going through hard days, when you feel like you're struggling or um, whatever it may be, to sit in that moment, open your hands, raise your arms, get on your knees and declare, despite anything that's happening in my life today, Yahweh, you are faithful. Yahweh, you are good. Yahweh, I trust you. Yahweh, I love you. Declare his faithfulness in the hard days and you will condition your mind to be expectant about how his goodness and his resources will invade your life. The last one, the third tip that I wanna share with you is really important because it's how we're gonna really be the light that illuminates the world and the culture around us. This is my tip. Hide who you really are from no one. Don't Hide your light and your glory. Don't be afraid to proclaim the uniqueness and the peculiarity that Yahweh has designed into the fabric of who you really are. If you feel like something's weird, own it. If you feel like something is strange, be who you really are. And if there's an opportunity to express that when 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 Holy Ghost puts people in your path and you have opportunities and conversations to really minister from the truth of who you really are, own it and be open and be engaged and share from the from the 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 overflow of what you're experiencing with the Father in the secret place. Let that be the overflow that spills into people's lives. Do not hide who you really are. If you have visions and dreams, if you meet somebody and you're feeling a spiritual sense, just own it. If you're wrong, the Lord will teach you how to move past that. I think that the times when I felt like I was wrong and I did it anyway is when I felt like there was the most breakthrough. You know, I've I've shared many stories on flight school and in some podcasts about having these 
feelings about certain situations and spiritual sight and having visions about waitresses and about them having back pain and and me just owning that and asking them, hey, listen, I saw a vision. I'm filled with the Holy Spirit and I saw that you might have back pain. Is that true? Even if you're wrong, whatever, at least you're practicing, at least in your passion, you are putting yourself out there and, and attempting to be a light in the world. And I've found that the more that you attempt to be bold about what you believe and who you are, the more you will find that the glory of Yahweh will spill out of you and consume um, your community, your culture, your surroundings, will overwhelm your conversations. And so I hope these tips have been helpful. I want this, I want to call this podcast Tips for Young Believers. And um, I, I hope that this will encourage you to do the to, to do those things that are sometimes the hardest but have the greatest reward. Trust me, it's not hard to submit your life to a person. A lot of people say, well, what if that person leads me imperfectly? You know, when I say find a leader and follow them and, and stick to them no matter what, there are so many contingencies that come with that. Unless they say something you disagree with, unless they say something that offends you, unless blah, blah, blah. I don't care. It finds somebody. Ask, ask, you know what? Ask Holy Ghost, who is the leader that you've called me to follow and stick with no matter what? And then be to them um, like that story between Ruth and Naomi that let l- there will be nothing except death that can separate me from, um, from you, that your people are my people and your God is my God. That kind of covenant relationship is what births beautiful, glorious things in the earth. And Yahweh loves to transact special secrets through the context of spiritual authority in your life. So those are my three tips. Now let me read them one more time just so you can take a note if you're doing that or if you want to remember them all together. The first one, find a leader to follow and stick with them no matter what. Number two, declare God's faithfulness in the hard days. And number three, hide who you really are from absolutely no one. Now, I pray that this has been a blessing to you, and I just declare shalom, peace without measure, grace beyond your wildest imaginations over your life and over your family and over your marriage and over your children for generations to come. I look forward to sharing with you in a future podcast. God bless.